Today on the Southern California Real Estate Report, we talk about a new restaurant that's coming to a popular submarket for office. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. San Diego has a celebrity chef, right? San Diego does. I think San we have Diego several has, celebrity chefs. Right. We but, do. I mean, remember, San Diego, again, is like one of the top 10 biggest cities in the country. Yeah. 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 We, we, yeah. Get, we get celebrity chefs too. We, yeah. We, we, no, no, no. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and exactly. not, not knocking San Diego, but San Diego isn't known like as a culinary hotspot like Los Angeles or San Francisco, for example. Right. Probably not. But no. we're getting there. So we're, yeah. we're, we're and, and we have a celebrity chef who is a real guy. You know, he, um, he runs, um, uh, a, a much loved restaurant here called Juniper and Ivy. And he also is um, a TV personality that co-hosts a show on Fox Business called Next Level Chef. And his name is Richard Blaze. Is Richard Blaze. That's right. And so Richard Blaze is teaming up with a um, large biosciences developer, Longfellow, out of Boston. And he's going to open uh, restaurants in their office buildings in Sereno Valley. Right. Which is kind of a really cool idea, right? Well, um, it's not it's not the first time that these kind of office parks have opened really interesting restaurants. Yeah, so this restaurant that he's proposing is in a life science building that's near a food court in Sereno Valley that's apparently very tech-centric and very life science-centric. I don't know. Have you been to that food court? I don't know what it's talking I don't. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time in Sereno Valley, so. No, I have not, but I don't, again. I'm sure it's pretty cool. I, I'm assuming if they're saying food court, is it similar to, like, the market that's in Liberty Station? Is it going to be something like that, kind of? I don't know. Well, either way, he's looking at this as a good location because of that, and thus it's going to make it a a more attractive, you know, restaurant option for some of those employees up in that part of the part of the city. Um, The name of it is going to be California English, and it's going to be open seven days a week, which is going to be you know nice. And they're going to basically dish up what he said is Great Britain's greatest hits. Through the lens of California produce. Um, there's going to be a full bar. It's going to be an elevated but approachable environment suitable for business luncheons, family dinners, celebratory occasions, date nights. He said the everyday venue may also become a hotspot um, to watch early morning English Premier League soccer games as well. So, um, so that's always good, especially during World Cup. So I lived in, uh, in Kensington. And you said, you know, obviously travel Adams Avenue a lot. And it's funny how like the old sod and a lot of the um, bars that are the English or Irish pubs are big English Premier League really? bars. Yeah, during the World Cup. Oh, I sure. mean, you drive by at, you know, seven in the morning and they'd just be packed, you know, a oh, bunch of people in there. Um, so. It's what I think is interesting. I mean, the concept is interesting. I actually think that English food can be really interesting. Um, there was a restaurant um, named Jane's Gastro Pub that did really, really upscale, amazing English food. It closed during the pandemic, but so I like the concept. 
Um, but I, what I like about it is that it's showing that this Longfellow developer has uh, is trying to make Office interesting again. Yeah. And it, it, you know, we San Diego is a hub for so for biotech, and that's not going anywhere. And to have this kind of environment where you can also bring other people in from outside the office environment is an interesting concept with a restaurant like this. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, they're uh, they're 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 a major player in Sorrento Valley, um, and this is no exception. So he bought this two building property, or they bought this two building property, um, which consists of 300,000 square feet for 130 million in 2020, and they've since been working to convert the freeway. Um, to, to, to these properties are adjacent to the free freeway and what they're trying to do is they're trying to kind of convert this into like a premium biosciences right what is speculation campus. though right to to speculate on office biotech yes but mm-hmm. but, but office during a pandemic and a lot of people were working from home now biotech obviously has a lot of it's the tech part right it's the uh, it's the thing that needs to be in the it, it's our science right? yeah it's um but still the point being is that I, what I find most fascinating about this this whole concept is that it is, again, hopefully betting that Office might actually make a return. I know that it might not make the return in the same way that it used to, but that San Diego will still need space like this to continue to exist. And it just needs to be more updated to the modern day yeah. ability, like senses and what we've been through through the pandemic and this feeling of connectivity with our retail and our, our restaurants becoming more integrated into our communities, which office being a part of that community. Well, and I think that this guy, you know, Richard Blaze, he has he has a history of being kind of a pioneer into these neighborhoods. So his first jump at Juniper and Ivy was in um, Little Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when he went in there, he was kind of one of the first and that grew up uh, uh, that area has grown around him. And so, you know, he's made very good calls in his locations um and I give him a lot of credit for that. This is really interesting too just reading about, you know, there's there's only a couple of what you would consider sit-down style restaurants. There's Gravity Heights and then the Carl Strauss Brewing Company. And I've been, um, to, I've been to both. Yeah. Gravity Heights is great. Yeah. It's a really good um, – I've been there for a lot of NAOP events. Yeah, right. And it's, you know, it's a great – we need more restaurants like that that are, are like have a little bit more space, yeah. more inviting, a little bit more outdoor feel. I feel like – yeah, you know, sometimes we get st- even in San Diego, we get kind of trapped being inside. But I mean, sometimes. the brew prep thing for business lunches. I mean, you know, that's you know what I mean. It's, well, Gravity it's, Heights is a restaurant. It's no, a I know, but yeah. the Carl Strauss thing yeah. too. Gravity Heights, though, is that a good business lunch place? I oh, have yeah. not been it's, there. It's okay, great. it's not necessarily a brewery. I would not. I wouldn't call it. I don't think it is a brewery at yeah. all. It's a it's a restaurant. So there's Carl Strauss and Gravity Heights, and so yeah. Gravity Heights is obviously the nicer of the two. The Carl Strauss Brewery, I have not been in it, but I've been by it, and it's like a typical brewery, right? Right. Nece- yeah. You don't necessarily want a similar to the brewery right behind our office here, whatever it's called, um, across the street. Oh yeah. 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 Same I don't same know. type of thing where it's it's a it's like a what you would call fast casual, right? Right. Well, a lot of these breweries, and I don't I don't know if Carl Strauss actually serves food or not. I don't remember. It's been so long, but they don't serve food, right? Yeah. 
but this is obviously this is a restaurant. So I think this is going to be a bit more interesting. It's going to be more culinary. You know, it's going to have a sort of a culinary tw- twist to it, which is going to make it kind of a cooler, you know, more edgy place to go for those types of events and 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 business type things. And and also it's going to have kind of a and it, it it will be an addition to that neighborhood as well is exactly. what he's saying. So he's going, look, there's not a lot of options around here. There's only like me and two others and then everything else is fast food or fast casual. Exactly. You know? So I think it's, you know, he, it's interesting that he has the foresight to, to take the risk of going into these areas. Restaurants are hard to open and, you know, they have a high failure rate. And so I, I give him a lot of credit for uh, being a pioneer in what you and I both know is going to be a really hot area for the biosciences and everything else. It's that Serrano Valley is taking off and has really taken off over these last couple of years. And that obviously is going to continue. Yeah. So I think it's a cool concept. I think it's a great idea to, again, revitalize our office space with um, with what people are clearly looking for, which is uh, restaurant spaces, you know, probably even more retail spaces. So office needs to be you know, accessible. And I think if you don't have that accessible component to it, if you have to go 30 minutes to Del Mar or someplace to get a better lunch option, it's not going to be as attractive. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is, again, you know, we're seeing more of these creative ideas that are coming into office campuses. And, you know, these these campuses are employing enough people that they need uh, they, they need some some alternative places for food or conveniences. So exactly. it's a good idea. He's saying that this is going to be run as an indiv- you know, an independent restaurant. He's not trying to run this as part of the the business park as he said. But um it is going to be an amenity no matter what since its location is in a business park. You're going to you're going to see a lot of a lot of those people frequenting this place. So we'll keep an eye on these. So it sounds like it's not going to open for another couple of years, which is kind of interesting. But uh, I think that, you know, that's partially because of what's going on with the development itself. Um, but we'll keep an eye on this and uh, and see how this goes. It's going to be uh, it's going to be part of that Sereno Valley area and something that is definitely going to be something we'll keep an eye on. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Southern California Real Estate Report.